bad, bad baby. Yeah, they love to bark at the things and the stuffs. Yeah. We, fam we filmed these on the same day, but we actually changed outfits this time just so we have like <laughs> more content bioavailability. You know? Bioavailability. If you really wanted to go an extra mile, you change the weather. So you bring something <laughs> else and it projects a different light. Like I can bring an orange light, it's like sunsetting or sunrise. Get a shower head and it makes it rain. Yeah. yeah. And have some rain in the background. You know how nice that would be to listen to? Yeah, that seems like a that seems like a lot. It seems but, like a lot. Um this episode and Nathaniel's here and Nathaniel's one of my best friends. So he he can be part of this episode, I guess. Um <laughs> Fake friends, soulmate friendships, who's in your circle, creating friendship boundaries, all of that good stuff is going to be on this episode. I'm excited because I feel like you are like one of my most recent like soul friendships. I was literally just saying that to my mans. I was like, you know like how just how much the friendship means to me you know i was literally saying the same thing and after my <laughs> after my birthday i was like i was like amy's the best brett's like yeah if you lose her you're gonna be a wreck <laughs> <laughs> okay well here's the thing i don't have i i very rarely lose friends in in my life i, I know it's a thing that goes on with female friendships mm -hmm. i don't but I think you you connect rare. with the right people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you've shown up authentically as yourself for a very long time. Yeah, that's true. I haven't. Right. It isn't until like the last like few years that I've like truly been one hundred percent myself. Yeah, and I feel like I've lost friends because of that because the friend that they met years ago is not the same person as I am now, and for that sure. is totally fine. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If you're if you're not showing up as yourself and also it's about discovering yourself like we do change it more yes i definitely have friends that we've sort of like fallen out of friendship but the whole like friendship breakup um or drama that's just hasn't happened very many times yeah so i life. would say i wouldn't have i wouldn't have really had much of that i did have like one friend i think when i was first like 20 or 21 that was like always i was always paying for her food always paying for her to do fun things with me this isn't this, this and i just felt used as yeah. a friend and i finally just cut it off but there was no like crazy drama or, drama or anything weird yeah. yeah 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 so how do we attract these soulmates friendships Soul yeah <laughs> i mean i think you kind of hit the nail on the head when it's just like being yourself because if we're putting on these masks then we're going to end up it's the same as as dating right mm -hmm. like if you're that's why i don't love all the language out there that like tells you to show up a certain way that's just not you in dating but it's the same with friendships like if you're chameleon chameleoning yourself to be somebody that you think other people are gonna like more or whatever like yeah. you can only do that for so long yeah <laughs> or showing up in circles where you're just like this doesn't actually fit me like i was trying to make something work yeah. but and even if you've been like I, i've been like in areas where i'm like i'm a raver girl I'm this like this is who who, who I am and yeah. identifying as that and surrounding myself with those types of people and then I almost feel like I lose a bit of my identity when I leave that kind of situation right. but yeah. truly I've just grown yeah and you're allowed to grow 100% and we're always going to have these sort of different phases of our lives or whatever I have always had really diverse friendship 
groups kind of like Mm -hmm. I was always able to and I guess like now I'm going to use the word chameleon in that regard but it's not that I was necessarily changing or morphing myself it was just me showing the different sides of myself like even way back in high school when kind of the clicks are more obvious like one of my best friends was literally a theater geek so I spent so much time with like her and in the theater and then one of my other best friends was like one of the more athletic kind of jock type she was like the lacrosse girl and then my other best friend was like one of the popular girls so I got to play in like that realm too and then that's just sort of translated into adulthood I've I do have these really sort of diverse friends that Mm -hmm. are just very different in their own regard and I show up very much as myself, but it does kind of bring out different sides of me depending who I'm with. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, in terms of that, there are lots of friendships that are friendships for different reasons, too. And you get something different out of each friendship. But, like, that soulmate friendship, it's like you feel whole around them. Like, everything makes sense. You can be authentically yourself. And, like, you should be that with all your friends but honestly like that soulmate friendship just feels different like it's a relationship a hundred percent absolutely and like we were just talking about in the last podcast about how it you know a a relationship a romantic relationship is a container for growth Mm -hmm. so are those types of friendships it's like when you actually have that capacity to really create change like within each other and Mm -hmm. expansion and like you know when you can kind of push the limits of your thinking or your beliefs or whatever so that it's not just because I do find with more surface level friendships there's a lot of just kind of like affirming each other no matter what yeah and and also like I find in those type of friendships like I had said in the other podcast, I come off as sometimes more aggressive in a friendship, I feel, because yeah. I, I love being a teacher. I love, I know, or, or even I'll be like, hey, did you hear about this? And I, lots of people take it as like, yeah, I already heard about that. Why do you think you're better than me? Because you heard about it first kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, that's, that's not, <laughs> oh, I just want to talk about it because yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And I want to share that with the yeah. people that I care about. Yeah. yeah. But some, like some friendships just turn out to not, be that for you anymore you know what I mean yeah and if you feel like scared or offended to like talk in any sort of situation it's probably not that healthy yeah it's probably not aligned you know when I actually did have some there was yeah no drama or like friendship breakups but I did lose some friends just kind of naturally when I stopped drinking Mm. because I just had some friends that really the only thing we ever did together was drink. And I'm not like saying that like they were only, uh, you know, fun or nice or enjoyable or whatever when they drank or that I was, it was just, that was the nature of our friendship. Friendship. And so when that was no longer available, we just, it just naturally kind of died off. There was a few of them that I like, tried to hang out with sober and we just didn't seem to vibe together yeah. the same way and so just yeah I dissipated. had I had tons of friends that when I was dancing those were like I those are my dance friends yeah. you know what I mean now like that I don't dance anymore like in clubs or professionally it's like yeah. we don't really have that much in common that yeah. was like our commonality that's what we talked about that's what we live sleep breathe yeah if I'm not doing that anymore I it's not saying that the friendship doesn't serve me, but also I'm just not in that realm anymore. So, you know, and I feel like I only have space to be a good friend to so, so many people. It's like so many people want to put, Oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. It's like, 
not every single person is your friend. Some are just an acquaintance. Some are an experience. Some are just simply there for you to learn. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's one of the things um, that we should normalize more is that not everyone is your friend and you don't have to call everyone your friend and we need to normalize saying you know that's my business associate that's my acquaintance that's you know an extended member of my family that's somebody that I know through somebody else you know instead of making everyone your friend yeah I definitely couldn't agree more with that um I find that guys I find are slightly more like that than girls <laughs> everyone is a friend everyone they've ever known or met yeah and I'm, like, I'm like that person hasn't talked to you in three years how is he your friend you ask a man like who their best friend is and they will name someone that they have not spoken to in a year and a half <laughs> Li- literally and I'm like like who's uh, your best man gonna be oh then <laughs> that I, I I don't even have his number anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't get it, but <laughs> Oh yeah, the the friendship label, I think. But I mean, there's also the difference between, you know, sort of like a soulmate friendship and just a friendship. And I think, you know, like you were saying about the dance friends or whatever, it's like you can have these groups and yes, they're friends, but they're not going to be able to move through and witness you in all of the changes and transformations and stages of life that we go through. Like yes. it, it takes a really interesting connection to be able to, yeah, because we are, we die and reborn as different people all of the time. And so whether you're in an intimate relationship or in a friendship, it's like the ones that are going to last are going to be people that can, you know, move through and mourn the old you as they welcome in the new you, like, over and over again, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, like, praise that, like, put it on a t-shirt, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, soulmate friendship is so different than, like, those, I don't even want to say superficial, because superficial is not the word. Yeah, that makes it sound, I don't know. Like, less than what it is, because, like, I have tons of, like, amazing friends for sure, but I only have a very select handful of friends that I'm going to share every single experience or, like, like my own shit that I need to, like, share and yeah. be like, you know, like we said before, women share with women in a different way when they have issues with their relationship. Men yeah. share with men different ways when they have issues in their relationship. Like, I only have a select handful of people that I would do that with, you yeah. know? And I think when it comes to kind of creating these soulmate or deep, deep sort of sisterhood friendships, um, it comes down to really similar things as it does entering into an intimate relationship where it's about there doesn't actually have to be that much similarity, right? Mm -hmm. The same way that you shouldn't get into a relationship because you have so many things in common like oh we both love the gym that's not it's your morals your values your belief systems that is what needs to have common ground you can be completely different in every other way and be interested in completely different things it's those morals values beliefs that that carries through that there has to be some kind of cohesion not that they all have to be the same but there has to be a way for them to work together and that's what creates you know a deep soulmate friendship or a, a deep soulmate intimate relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I get like goosebumps when you talk. I'm like, <laughs> I just like want to absorb, <laughs> absorb all of it. And um, I know we touched on this a little bit in the previous podcast, but love languages in friendships. Yeah. It's like 
it's so fun to learn how to love your friends in a way that feels like love to them. Yes. You know, like, why do we have all of these things that we utilize, these tools that we utilize in our romantic relationships and then not in our in our friendships, in our, our yeah. female friendships, which can be the foundation for so much love and so much growth, you know? Oh, uh, 100%. There's been times where I'm like, now, now that I like understand more of the love languages and stuff, I was like, that person does not want what I think I need yep. to give them yep. and not everyone like like I said I'm very much like a teacher and I want to like fix situations for everyone like I want to yep. f- make everyone feel 100% like how I feel you know what I mean and that gets taken in such a different context and half the time people don't need Miss Kendra to fix their shit they just want me to listen and I'm like I have such a hard time with that but I'm definitely learning and trying to be the show up as the right energy I guess or the right provider not changing who I am but learning what they need so I can help help them yeah I was watching this TikTok the other day and it was so powerful I I wish I knew who this woman was I but I don't but she was talking about what we need as women is women that will just stand and witness us in the fire that Mm. don't immediately you know how so often when you're you know expressing a complaint or conflict to your male partner they just immediately want to like they want to fix they want to put it together and you're like i just need to express but we do that with our female friends too like you said especially those i do for sure for sure like those of us that have those like kind of leader qualities we just want to step in we want to guide but it's like Sometimes we just need to witness our sisters in the fire and just be like, I'm fucking here with you. I see you. I'm not going to try and fix you. I'm not going to try and guide you. I'm not going to try and take your hand and show you where to go. I just, I'm here with you on this journey. And like, that's it. Yeah. Because honestly, like you said, that's what I want from a relationship. And my girlfriend, Nikki had posted a reel where she's like, if I have an issue, I get my husband to ask whether I want a solution or someone to like to listen. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. In all relationships. Yes. And I'm like, I, that's something I definitely need to work on is being the listener in uh, a relationship. And honestly, I feel like that's why our relationship works so well is because we both, we both can sit and listen and we can both add the value that we need for each other as well. Yeah. And that simple question, and that's something that I've really began employing with, my friends and with my sisters too like I'm super close with both of my sisters so I get to like really experiment with kind of all the all of those dynamics in a really safe space but saying you know we love to call our girlfriends kind of like unload our stuff oh yeah and then saying you know (laughs) and then saying you know do you want me to just listen or do you want advice and almost always my friends will say advice because I Mm-hmm. That is the vessel that, that, you know, that's who I am in this world. So they almost will always say that they want advice, but just giving that moment of space of like, I can be either for you. Yes. And I, I think that's so important is being able to like show your friends that you can show up how like in that time, like what they need and yeah. you can provide that option. Often, like you said, they are going to pick one or the other, but being able to be like, I understand from both perspectives or I see both sides is very, very beneficial and 
healthy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, because sometimes we just genuinely need a space to vent. And also when yeah. you pose it in that way, even if a person does choose, okay, I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your advice. It's also just acknowledging the fact that like, okay, so now I'm going to you asked for this so this is how I'm going to share but also if it doesn't stick it doesn't stick I'm not here telling you what to do you have literally asked for this this is mine and then being unattached to the outcome because there's nothing more frustrating than feeling like you're always advice giving and you're always trying to help and then having met with a dead wall exactly exactly but it's like if we're putting ourselves in that situation then, you know, we can't really fault the other person for that. No. I've got um, quite a few clients who are my close, close friends. And that is an interesting dynamic, too. And whenever I have a client that's a close friend, I'm always, like, make a disclaimer at the beginning. Like, this is your time. Obviously, you know, you come in here and we want to have, like, a catch-up because we're friends. We're like, that's for another time. Yeah. And I had one of my, like, oldest and dearest friends who's like, I really want to work with you. But she's like, I'm having, like, this conflict of, like, does that make us less of friends because Mm. I'm your client and I'm like not in the slightest it's just a complete it's a different hat that I wear yeah totally different dynamic as your coach in this hour-long space I know that anything you bring to me you're looking for feedback yes and so that's in that container it's going to be completely different than when we chat or get together outside of that as friends but it's like yeah for those of us with these these leadership qualities and also just women as a whole we just we're so many women tend to be kind of people pleasers, meaning we just always want to like make it all better for each other. Yes, That's a yes. beautiful quality. I immediately want to make everything better for Perfect everyone, sense. and I like like I don't think that is always met with the reciprocation. I think it's going to be met with. Yeah, exactly, because it can't be like we we have to have spaces where we can just exist in all of our flaws yeah (laughs) i find a big difference too between like standard like not standard but friendship and like that soulmate friendship is like i know if i were to tell you anything like say i had something bad happen in my relationship or whatever you would give me advice but also if i were to change my mind on the said topic and everything went back to normal you're not going to judge me for that yeah you're going to understand you're going to come from like a very loving appreciative and like understanding um perspective as compared to i know when i've told friends this has happened to me this has happened to me they're like and then something drastic changes or whatever and we go into a different dynamic or a different part of the relationship and they're like well you let this person walk all over you or you let this happen or whatever it's like that's that doesn't happen in a soulmate friendship, like, yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah, the soulmate friendships come with, like, an unconditional type of love. and But with that unconditional type of love doesn't come unconditional acceptance. Like, it's those soulmate friendships that will call you out yes. on your shit. And, yes. like, you might hate it, but that, to me, is, like, the most valuable thing. Like Me too. And it's not met with like a a wall, like you said. Like I can, I can be like, "Hey, this is whatever," yeah. and you're going to understand it or absorb it in the way that you need to absorb it. Chew on it and be like, "Okay, like some of these things are I'm going to take as notes, and others I'm, yeah. I'm just going to toss, toss back." Exactly. Yeah. We all get to be ourselves. Um, for myself, having younger sisters, you know, I'm as an adult, I've become very aware of how much I wanted 
to be able to tell them what to do. You know, you all it really want to save your little sisters from themselves or from mistakes or, you know, learn from what you've gone through. But it's like, so it's been a huge lesson and a huge practice for me, just knowing and realizing that I can't save them from everything. And then watching that unfold in friendships as well. And just yes. like, everyone's on their own journey. And yeah, we really... We need those people that will call us out, but from a place of love. And that's not the kind of thing that you can do just with, you know, people that are, yeah, again, I don't like the word surface level, but think people that are just friends, friends. you kind yeah. of do have to be a little bit more affirming because there just isn't that super, super safe space there yeah. unless you conscientiously create it. Yeah. And it's just like, I think so many people also think that all of their friends are soulmate friendships. Not everyone that you meet that's your friend has that capability or like you said, that space and that container to have that soulmate friendship with you. Yeah, and and I think just acknowledging that and knowing that um, because we do, like we said at the start, like you do outgrow and change friendships and it can be absolutely heartbreaking to, to go through the loss of a friendship. But just knowing that we're all going to change and morph so much, there's no way that we can remain on the same track as people, as everyone that, that we come across no, for the entirety of time. So, so much shifting and so much growth and... I think it would be naive to think that like everybody that you've ever been friends with is going to be your friend for forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're going to start showing up differently. They're going to start showing up differently. There's going to be different things that happen in their lives that maybe you don't know how to handle. And if you don't know how to handle it and you start being a bad friend or you just can't show up as the friend they need they and they need, see yeah. it as a bad friend then that relationship's not going to flourish anymore either. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay for them, you know, for them to sort of lay to rest. It, you might revisit it later. Yeah. I would say, though, and this is something that I've been pointing out for a really long time, is that I do find that women sometimes are really quick to end female friendships over things. And the argument that I've always made is, here you are in your life accepting or moving through conflict or betrayal or whatever with the man in your life. Mm. But the second this very dear friend to you does one thing wrong, she's out. So so why is it that we so often, and I'm not saying that they should be accepting this much from these men in their lives. I'm just saying that they do. Mm-hmm. So where where is this? Like, where is the space? And I talk a lot about the sister wound in, in a lot of my work. Um, and the sister wound is essentially this wound that the feminine as a collective carries that makes us think that we have to be um, in competition with other women, mm-hmm. jealous of other women. And um, that's where a lot of this kind of like quick to cut off these friendships come comes from. But just the same way as in an intimate relationship where conflict, betrayal, uh, hurt, you can move through it and come to such an actually deeper connection The same is true for friendships, but I just find that a lot of women don't have the space for that. So I just like, Mm -mm. I challenge everyone the next time you are, you know, met with conflict with a female friend, like move through it the same way that you would in 
relationship like if you get in a fight with your boyfriend you're probably going to try to resolve it and not go to bed angry with each other but I find like girls like they'll people that they've been friends with way longer than they've been in relationship with somebody with they'll just cut it off like so easily and but I also feel like that's part of like the culture nowadays too is it's like everyone's replaceable yes and like granted they are and granted people people do grow and people do change but it's like if that person means so much to you for if you think they're a soulmate friendship why aren't you at least trying right yeah exactly like 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 try yeah and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean necessarily i actually posted about this the other day the about the cutoff game Mm. right cut your but is your cutoff game too strong because the true markers of being grown as a person and cultivating the tools that are involved for just like our relational skills is can you repair a relationship? Now, repairing a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship continues, whether this is a romantic relationship, yeah, a friendship. For sure, for sure. It might mean that it's the end of it, but do you have the skills to move through that conflict, to express your feelings, your hurt, your vulnerability, or be met with someone else's hurt that you have caused them? Can you, mm-hmm. can you sit in that discomfort and move through it to the other side? And that's, I think, something that a lot of women still need to practice doing yeah uh like like you said like there is a thing where it's like the value system is the thing i think that has to be met the value and morals have to be met and then from there i feel like you should be able to move through a lot of things right but in terms of like like you said i feel like a lot of women now even with their friendships yeah they'll work through the relationship but they won't with their friendship. But also, on the other hand, you know, the whole list of, okay, these are all the qualities I want in a man. If they don't tick all the boxes, like, fuck them. It's yeah. the same thing with friendships now. Like, I'll, I'll ha- I'd have friends that be like, well, you didn't repost my stuff or this or that. I'm like, okay, but, like, we're friends in real life. Right. You do understand that, right? Like, that's what matters to me. Like, you can't all of a sudden think I'm a bad friend because I didn't repost your story. Like... Yeah, and I think there also needs to be a lot of grace given for in these adult friendships. There is only so much space. Like, everyone has so much on their plate at any given moment that we have to have space for the fact that you're probably not going to always repost or like or share every single thing. You're probably not going to reply to every text or answer every FaceTime. You're probably not going to be at every birthday or baby shower or whatever. Like, and that doesn't, that's not the definition of your friendship. Exactly. And I think a lot of people, like I was saying, it's like they expect a lot of things from a friend, but don't like don't have those expectations in friendship for the other person you know mm-hmm. and I, I think that um that's hard like uh, like like we said at the beginning you can't show up as like the perfect person for everyone but like those soulmate friendships just work yeah. everything just like feels aligned and it's not forced and like none of it no like Amy and I met our 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 common friend Ty had brought brought her to a dinner or yeah. something yeah. and it was just like click yeah. like instantly yeah. I was like yeah we're it was Done. just everything yeah. yeah yeah and it's 
but also at the same time like the friendship that can have breathing space like I yes. have friends that I would consider soulmate friendships you know I, tr- I traveled extensively a couple years mm-hmm. back and I met people and like during that time of my life the transformations that I was going through and also the closeness that we created by like you know living together for mm-hmm. a month on mm-hmm. the other side mm-hmm. of the world right it created a bond that is like you know so incredible but we will go months months without so much as speaking but the second we get on a facetime it's like yeah you know here we are together in like this quantum reality and that love transcends all time all space and so it's like there could be so much breathing room within like a a true true friendship as well the mark of a friendship is not like how often you speak you know or how often you see each other no i i 100 percent agree um the overuse of the words i love you in friendships or just even now like with the culture that we have on instagram or this or that you're like ah thanks babe love you or this or that it's like i like those are such important words to me and i like over express them to people that I'm like no you don't Kendra you do not (laughs) love that person like you can like them deeply to your core you know what I mean but I like that I like love in a term of relationship or like how special it used to feel when a guy said like I love you for the first time like I, I feel like we've like lost that feeling now because we overuse the fuck out of it. It's part, of, it's related very much to um, calling everyone your friend. It kind of dilutes the meaning of like being a friend. If it's your acquaintance or your, you know, associate, yeah. associate, that's, you know, that is different than being your friend. And, you know, yeah, so like that you I can have likable, likable qualities about yeah. people and you don't have to be your friend. Yes. Um, but also, the reason that holds so much weight for you is because your love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. So that's holding more weight for you than it might for, for somebody else. Um, so it's like, it's just bringing, you know, the appropriate amount of intention to place to, to places and things. Because it's like, simultaneously, while, yeah, I don't think everyone needs to be your friend. You don't have to tell everyone, I love you. Yeah. But also, bringing more, I, I think we can bring more intimacy to those true friendships. You know, I was reading one of those little, 100%. I don't know, memes or quotes or whatever. And it was like, kiss your friends' faces. And like, you know, you can bring the the intimacy, which I think every friendship is a little bit different. You know, I, like I was saying before with the love languages, you know, my love language with the romantic partner, physical touch is super, super high, if not the highest. Um, whereas in a friendship, it's not the same, but I have mm. friends who their friendship love language definitely is physical touch. So I'm more touchy with them. Yeah. So it's like at the same time, we can bring a different level of intimacy to our, to just our friendships too, because so often our friendships travel through a lot more time and a lot more changes than even our romantic relationships do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially those soulmate, those soulmate friendships. It's like they're they're like life partners for you as well. Yeah. Um. I was. I did not fact check this, but I did read something. I think it was on TikTok. I'll pretend it was like a Forbes article or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was saying that like the true best friends like never hug. And my best, best, best friend, Alexa and I, we barely touch each other, okay? We have been best, best, totally bonded friends for like over 10 years now. We 
literally barely touch. We have lived together in a place where we shared a bed and we barely ever <laughs> we will make a conscientious effort to be like, okay, hey, we're going to hug now. Yeah. But it's like, because we're so close, if we hug, there's a 98% chance we're both going to sob. Yeah. Like, it's exactly. just, it's, it's, like, it's, it's totally a different emotional connection, yeah, you know? Totally. Totally. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> it is funny. But yeah, like, I think the biggest thing with the soulmate friendships too, is like, if you, when you start truly showing up as yourself, all of that, it's like law of attraction, right? Like those people are going to just like pop into your life when you need it. Or like we, we say it too. We're like, we, what do we say? We are, we are so good at attracting beautiful souls. That's what Brett and I say. It's like one of our, one of our mantras. And it's like so many amazing people just like pop into our life that we're like, okay, these are people we, we want around for forever. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And when you become that, that match for that energy and yeah beautiful a beautiful soul is going to come in so many different forms and so many different facets and you know for so many different time frames but when you are conscientiously cultivating friendships and I think that's another thing you know when you're young you just naturally gravitate to certain people you know and then I think it's it's tricky to make friends as an adult yeah you know and it's like the social media space can be such a beautiful place to connect with other people that you maybe wouldn't necessarily have the chance to connect with otherwise you know we're not little kids on the playground anymore just like being drawn to somebody because they're doing something cool right I'm like whoa sick parkour yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. immediate best friendship yeah (laughs) and so it's it it is trickier now navigating and I, I think I've heard this from men too I mean Brett was even saying it like finding friendships you know for men and for women it's like I don't know where you're supposed to find them so most of mine um like more recent friendships I do I do have friends that I've had for a long time but most of my more recent ones have yeah developed over time through social media yeah which is I know people love to hate on social social media but oh I've met like tons of my closest like my totally um my other like soulmate friends Sabrina you two are like very 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 similar as well um I met her at the Olympia in like 2017 or 2018 or something for like a brief minute. And then we stayed connected on social media and like, yeah, she's been through like all my changes, all my growth. Like it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I was reading another thing. I don't remember where about, um, you can, you know, <laughs> probably you? TikTok. She it was, was probably TikTok. TikTok. It really was probably TikTok. <laughs> um, and it was talking about, you know, that like how you almost always, if somebody is going to be your friend, for a long time or like a soulmate friendship or a deep friendship it's usually pretty immediate it's immediate like you it's not pretty immediate you you know it, it is immediate yeah, you know you know and, and so, you're like i'm in love with that person yeah. like it's like you're like yeah. bouncing off the walls and it's it literally has to do with like your energetic aura yes um, and this isn't just me being like airy fairy this this was a scientific study <laughs> but the other aspect of that is like you know those people that you meet where immediately you're like, I don't like them. Yeah, dick. Yeah, and so that it has to do with like your microbiome sending a signal. And it was so funny because as I was reading this study or the information, you know, that the study had um, culminated, I was like, 
when I think of the times, and there's one person in particular that comes to mind where, like, the moment I met her, I did not like her, but she was friends with another one of my friends, so I tried really hard. I tried literally for years, and then found out, you know, after we split up, actually, in fact, after he died, that she had been banging my fiance uh, but so funny because that hadn't even happened yet but I did not like her from the second I met her and I tr- I tried really hard and it's so really funny hard. I've I've actually gone uh, I've gone through that as well where I'm like yeah I don't think our personalities our energy anything matches but like we do have a lot of fun times together and this and that and like yeah you know like I've I've actually had like lots of friendships that I think are like that and then I'm like Oh shit! They're like <laughs> shady the whole fucking time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you so badly, I think. Also, like in my younger days, I so badly wanted things to work, and I so badly wanted female friendships because I was bullied so bad in school, and I, nobody liked me. Yeah. And I didn't have any friends. I didn't play hockey. I didn't do this. Like I was a girly girl, and they were like, "Ew, no girly girls allowed." You know. Right. And so I always wanted to be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have tons of friends." This and that. Now I'm like. I don't care. I only value, like, the real, real. Yeah, for sure. And there is so much, like, just like how in, like, just like how our past shows up in our romantic relationships, it does in friendships, too. Oh, yeah. So whatever we had gone through when we were younger, that finds its way through. One of the... Uh, oh, I, I always say this, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm really secure. You know, if you know anything about attachment styles, I'm like, I'm really securely attached with women because I don't have, like, hardly any trauma with females, mm, right? Mm-hmm, I really mm-hmm. don't have much trauma with my mom. I have really solid relationships with my sisters. So that just transpired through the thread and tapestry of my friendships from childhood into adulthood. Yeah. Men, not so much. Yeah, right? no, I was, all, I was all, <laughs> always friends with boys yeah. because I was, like, very athletic and things like the, like, I then liked to do, like, the water sports and this and that. Yeah. So I always had, like, lots of guy friends at the lake and this and that. Obviously, as a young girl, like, people just think you're a whore for having guy friends. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, they just showed up in a form of friendship for me that women didn't at yeah. that time. Let's talk about male friendships. Oh, yeah. Friendships with the... Well, not necessarily male, but, like, friendships with the opposite gender. So, I... And, like, everybody tells me this. And I guess I'm naive because I'm, like, yeah, I have, like, really good guy friends. They want, like, nothing, nothing else from me. And Brett's, like, no. Every single guy that you're friends with has wanted to fuck you and they just can't. And that's why they decided to just be a friend instead. I was, like... No. Like, I, I don't believe Brett. that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I agree with Brett <laughs> on this one. Um, however, I do think that they can keep it in check. Oh, yeah. And that the friendship can 100 like, uh, Like, male friendships, I think, are so powerful and so healing because I just... I love masculine energy. So, especially so during periods of time when I've been single... Um, I, I crave that masculine energy so much. And I think oftentimes I'll gravitate towards having friendships with, um, you know, my friends' men so that it's like a little, you know, there isn't going to be yeah. as much of that. Um, but yeah, I, I do kind of agree with him on that. But I do think that it can 100% be kept in check. And yeah. it doesn't ever have to be problematic. It doesn't no, mean that the friendship no. is unsafe. 
But I, I always like really valued my male friendships as well, obviously when I was younger, because the men that I surrounded myself were like great role models, wanted to work hard, were like, like alpha dogs, right? Like super, super similar to my dad, but they would also tell me I was doing a good job. So I, I like attracted myself to that. And because I like, that is my trauma is like, I need, I feel like I need a man to tell me I'm doing a good job. Not that I don't think I'm doing it myself, but it feels warm. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside when a man tells me good job, Kendra, or like awesome idea on your business or whatever. Right. Like that means so much to me so like I and I liked having male friendships because it was the opportunity of that could arise I could be told I did a good job totally I know that all the messaging out there today tells us that we as women are not supposed to need men for anything but (laughs) (laughs) the the feminine really does flourish the most um you know when there is a masculine container or masculine energy to bounce off of and I think that shows up in a really beautiful way um when you can have friendships with these strong masculine men and whether you're you know I and like that's healing for me as much as like I'm sure some girl's gonna be like oh, like, you need a man to do everything in your life. I'm like, well, that's, like, where my trauma lies. So for me to heal and fully be myself and in my element, I do require that. And I know that about myself. And that's okay. It's actually more than okay. Like, knowing and acknowledging that we do like men and need men, that, that is okay. And we learn so much like you said from the the role models of men and when you observe or get to partake in or learn from the male perspective within the the confines or container of a friendship you can then carry that when you are in an intimate relationship like qualities that they like like that have amazing strong masculine qualities they've made you feel safe all these kind of things that is what you're going to find you're because you've had that experience you're going to look for that and find that in relationships yeah instead of always being like fuck guys whatever i hate them they've done me dirty well when you are going to find a romantic relationship they're going to they're going to be that you you Absolutely. are what you attract yeah and learning f- about you know the the male perspective from your friendships cuz we're not it can be really confronting or sometimes the conversations just simply don't arise in the same way when you're talking to say a romantic partner yeah. um but if you can learn the male perspective one about the hardships that men go through but also too about the ways that they like to manipulate it's like if you can learn that from your male friends and just sort of carry that that wisdom and that knowledge in yeah I think it's super powerful yeah I I couldn't agree more I think the like the idea of like just building healthy friendship is so powerful yeah and yeah those soulmate friendships can be your best guy friends they can be your best girlfriends like it is your partner it can be your partner as well but there there is a difference i i I truly do think yeah 100 percent. and like we were saying in the relationship podcast there is going to be elements of work in a friendship too and it pulls in the you know the love language stuff and just simply learning about you know how to love your friendships better how to nurture your friendships more but I believe wholeheartedly that you know 
and I've said this before, women relating to women, women communicating with women, women gathering with women and men gathering with men, like as much as the, the, you know, opposite gender friendships, they, that's its whole other container too. Mm -hmm. But we are so much more powerful together and we can create so much, so much healing and so much love when we, when we conscientiously actually pursue and put the same kind of effort and intention into those relationships as we would a romantic one. Learning from every single relationship you have is going to build you. Yeah. Yeah. Make you, make you a better you. Yeah. And like you said at the very start, showing up as yourself is going to be the best way to accomplish any of this. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I'm going to link, of course, all of our links and I'm going to link the relationship podcast that we just did in the show notes as well, because we have a lot of really, really good takeaways that do reflect into this soulmate friendship, um, kind of episode. And then again, yeah, review, give us a check mark, share with a friend, yeah, maybe send it maybe to your like friend. slide into your like soulmate friendships <laughs> DM and be like, hey, are you feeling this vibe? Because I am, you know, <laughs> just like get on out there. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in as always.